Free agency has, is a is a blessing, and and not the really off a season curse. in general. Not really a curse unless it's unless it's you, because like those bears ain't doing shit. Yeah, and we can talk about that because I'm I'm moderately okay with it due to the fact that the AFC is hoarding all the talent and the yeah, NFC is becoming well. more and more wide open. Yeah. Um, I'll say this: this off season is what it feels like to chew new five gum. <laughs> stimulate the senses is there that is, like is that a is that a reference that only uh our specific like so, five to ten year group is gonna get yeah like a subsect of a generation is gonna understand that but other than that people are gonna be like what the fuck anywho this off season has had staggering news via trades via free agency signings happening every few days and it's always like okay do another one Big what's moves. next <laughs> i'm just holding out my palm and pointing at it money more moves. yeah not legit so a couple thoughts i've had i've also seen them speculated online i wonder how much of this is just due to like a changing of the league or how much of this is due to a perceived weak draft class because this is by far the most crazy offseason personnel shifting wise that I've ever seen. It's pretty great. And it was like already gears were already turning before the like official date even started and stuff. Like it's it's been nuts. And we're sitting here like like thinking we have it figured out last week. We're like, "Well, here's what's up with Baker. Here's what's up with Baker." And that that saga wasn't even like halfway through. Like because They they pump faked us. Oh my god, they double pump faked us because it was like Baker's letter being like goodbye and then being like, all right, uh, you guys are looking at Deshaun. I'd like a trade. They're like, well, we're out of the running on Deshaun, but we're not going to grant you a trade. And then the next morning, the Browns have Deshaun Watson. It's like it just happened. It just we're, like we're, we're sitting there. We're sitting there the next morning being like, all right, it is officially per Shefty. Like the, la- the only two teams that are in the running are the Saints and the Panthers. Other teams had been literally notified they were out of the running. Stefanski backed up a fucking Brinks sorry. truck. Uh, Saints and the Falcons. Saints and Panthers the Falcons. Got sorry, eliminated. Panthers yep. got eliminated as well. Stefanski backed up a Brinks truck, and like they like, what's the haul on this dude? Like the contract Are you ready is. For this? There's a reason why he reneged and came back around towards the Browns. So the Browns give up, or sorry, Houston gives up Watson in a sixth in 2024 so you got to get that sixth back you know what i mean if you're the browns the browns give up 2022 first and fourth 2023 first and third and 2024 first and fourth so they're giving up three firsts two fourths and a third so for the next three seasons the next three drafts you're getting a first and a mid-round pick to potentially grab you Maybe two starters per draft off that, which is not highly likely, but hopefully at least one. Um, and not only that, as soon as he landed, he renegotiated his contract to get like $250 million guaranteed. And the scummiest part of all was that they structured it so that his base salary for this season was $1 million. So that if he gets suspended by the league, which he likely will, 
all of the fines will come out of only one million dollars. The sc- one of the scummiest things I've ever seen, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's it's all pretty. You know, it's not a, it's not a pretty business sometimes, especially when uh, you have off the field storylines. Like we like to keep it in, inside the the stripes on here, but I mean, like there's a lot of stuff pending with Deshaun Watson and watching everybody vie for him is kind of weird. Like it, it is kind of weird. I, I I'm. I'm happy I'm not a Browns fan, and you know anybody could say that for the last 30 years, and it, it, for a number of reasons. But I'm happy I'm not because that would be a conflicting spot to be in, in my opinion. It'd be just, a lot of cognitive just, dissonance. Just, well, it's just hard. It's like, and I'm reading like what I said about Baker on the show last week is not like is not that hot of a take. Like I'm reading comments from Browns fans all over the place, being like, "Hey, man, like." This guy did really First good for us. First one in 22 yeah, years. Yeah, like like we probably could have stuck with them. Like I like you know what I mean? Like and I understand the allure. I understand that if it's just on paper, like yes, Deshaun Watson is elite. He's an all-star. Uh but He's really you know, good. There's a reason the dude sat out last year and he wasn't suspended, but there's a reason he wasn't playing, and I think we all know the reason. So it's like Well, there's no either way when you speculate the fact that this dude in the city of Houston, a well-known face of the city and franchise quarterback had well over 22 different women come to his house to privately give massages. And I, in my opinion, I think that's that is thing. a huge red flag because why are you having that many women come to give you massages? If you're doing it in a professional capacity, wouldn't you find a couple good ones and then use them as like a scheduling rotational basis and not consistently find new ones on Instagram and keep trying to reach out and getting new yeah. ones on top of the fact that multiple women accused him without uh, seeking damages. They just didn't without, without lawsuit. Yeah. They're just like, I just want to say what kind of person he is. Um, I'll say this. Go so, ahead. Th- well, that's the thing though. It's like, how do you, how do you feel when you're like, how do you feel about your team who has been on the up and up like historic historic rise based on yes a little hiccup this past season but a historic meteoric rise in terms of like what the franchise has done in the grand scheme of its history how do you feel about that like like cutting cutting baker mayfield sending him away only the third quarterback in nfl history to be like ditched from by a team but before the rookie contracts up i believe it's like jeff george oh, first and, like, overall pick jamarcus russell that's what I meant. So sorry. So sorry. That's what I mean. But like, it, it's it's like crazy. It, it, I'm not saying that like Baker's, like, Deshaun Watson level of talent. But I'm just saying like I feel pretty comfy in a guy that we bought. No, I'm sorry, not bought. That's that's Deshaun. A guy that we drafted, who gave love to Cleveland, who who helped turn a franchise around. Yes, did Baker make the Freddie Freddie Kitchens decision? Everybody's putting that on him. Sure. Like, I'm not him. saying that, like, yeah, I'm not saying that, like, he's infallible, but I'd feel a lot comfier going with the guy we've had for four years who's helped the team as opposed to a question mark in a lot of categories. Like, obviously, morally, and if it boils down to it, I do feel like my morals would outweigh any potential on-field advantage. I would probably still go with Baker because I don't know if I could. Let me say this to you. Let me just, oh, go ahead. Well, let me say this to you. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, to really quick circle back on your point from last week and what you rehashed. It's crazy how far we've come from two years ago where Baker Mayfield was peaking. They beat the shit out of the vaunted Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. Um, The worst thing that came out of that team in years 
was that their star number one overall pass rushing defensive end tried to pop in the soft spot on Mason Rudolph's baby head in live television. Like I mean, that was the worst thing at one point, and I'll never let that go away. Um, like assembling the infinity stones of you like had, not so great antics. You had a super team being built. You had hit. You'd finally started to hit on some first round picks, the likes of Denzel Ward and what we thought Baker Mayfield after missing routinely. And another thing, Baker Mayfield is not a bust. Johnny Manziel is a bust. Absolutely. Johnny Manziel is a bust. Baker Mayfield's not a bust. There's a mini bust it, they've had in the first round. There is the every single year. There's the jersey uh, that the person would would scribble out. It was like a Tim Couch jersey or something like that, and it was like they'd put in the new starter's name, and it was like it was like twenty plus players long and over the past like twenty plus seasons. I've no seen more. People like, say it was Baker Mayfield. I've seen people say jokingly like add Baker's name to the list, and I'm like, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that jersey for the You're- last time we've had a playoff win? And Baker Mayfield like ended the streak, so like he wouldn't go on that jersey. He did that, and he did he wouldn't go on that, and he like yeah. I I feel like the jer- like the jersey was also meant to like signify like how many starting quarterbacks they'd go through in so many seasons, and it just wasn't true. Like this guy did it. This guy did the impossible, and and that's not easy. And then you know, I'm not again like I'm not saying he's the answer, but I want to say the other thing. Fuck morals for a second. Fuck them. Like, let's just talk about the deal on paper, too, where it's like, all right, what happens if Deshaun tweaks his fucking, like, knee or something, like, what like if week he gets five? suspended and, for the whole fucking year, Luke? Or and that. you had to restructure, like, like, five superstar contracts on your team just to accommodate him. So then what? You restructured it's like, everybody, it's like, gave this guy a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed so he could sit because he's got 22 pending civil suits, which was the whole reason he that's didn't play saying. last year anyway. That was what hit, hit first was it's the civil like, suits. A lot of dough, bro. A lot of dough. And, like, so good on you. I mean, I hope it's worth it. And, I like, obviously I'm being a little sarcastic. Excuse me, sarcastic there, but. Yeah, man, I don't know how to. I wouldn't know how to feel as a Browns fan. If you want to scare those hiccups it's a, away, it's a weird just spot. Think about that contract situation. If it was on the Vikings, it all you'll it, lose I those mean, hiccups. I, I, I chuckle at my Kirk Cousins deal. I like, I like, you know, like, did he get vaccinated? Not exactly. So I don't well, like that. But uh, at least that's the worst I have to worry about. Luckily, the Browns have a built-in additional team. Or sorry, the state of Ohio has a built-in additional team within the state that you could utilize if this is a deal breaker for you and that team just went to the Super Bowl, has a quarterback that would never do those things. And that's all I'm saying. Not every state has two teams. I'll say this, Luke. Say what I will about Kirk Cousins. Um, Say what you may or whatever you may think about Justin Fields, but I'm very happy that both of our teams seemingly have a guy in place after seeing everything that's happened quarterback-wise this offseason. It's been scary to see. Doesn't that it feel does good? feel very Doesn't good. Doesn't that feel good? The, the conversation is I how like, do we feel build like... around Fields, and the conversation for you is how do we add a couple pieces to get us over the hump with Kurt? Well, Not what do we have to talk your shit to get a new guy? That's what I'm saying. Talk your shit about Kirk, and I understand we paid him a lot of money, but, like, Kirk has also done the thing 
uh the vikings have had that issue like you know not not as bad as the browns but hey man we ran through starters too and we couldn't find we couldn't find one the bears have had that issue too like aside from like this side of cutler like it's it's hard to find somebody that can actually fill like fill that spot so now that we finally have somebody yeah we're paying him dough but it's not deshaun watson dough and i know exactly what i'm getting with kirk and i know he's gonna work his ass off and i know that off the field like it, the off the field stuff isn't really much of a worry like which is a nice feeling like you know that like he's not somebody bringing drama to training camp it's not it's not what you need so like all all that is to say like things are just in flux like so we thought baker would go to the Colts. real quick i just want to say real quick was, um, benchmark that People also aren't speaking about the fact that Deshaun Watson missed like an entire season from a major leg injury. So like that's a whole nother factor. It may have been fluky due to like a shitty offensive line and stuff, but it's not like the guy's coming with a clean bill of health on top of his criminal issues. That's it. So that's a lot. Do the Browns have like some great offensive line they that do have I don't a good know offensive about? Line, yeah. It's probably top 10. Well, that's good. Yeah, wow. they have a really good offensive line. Keep, think about every time uh, Chubb and hunt we're running the ball you know what i mean here's what's weird too the, yeah you're right the running back the running situation is is fantastic but um jarvis landry's gone odell's gone amari um, in like what amari in cooper's really gone nice. at tight end they, they franchised um in joku they chose to keep him he is kind of a hot and cold athletic receiving tight end they lost jc treader their center who is the NFLPA uh, president? So they're missing one guy, but they have, in my opinion, four other solid dudes. They lost Hunt, but Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. So like there is tools there. Now they don't have first round picks to keep adding, but and they don't have the cap to keep adding. Apparently, they're trying to potentially get Jarvis and Jadavian Clowney back in, but again, that's going to take some significant cap finessing and if you're going to have a quarterback potentially miss part of the year is it worth doing all that for them to play with a backup but do you know about do you know about uh i don't know if i've talked about it on the show but it's something i I think about a lot um do you know about the vikings doing this kind of trade for herschel walker i mean i don't know (laughs) sorry in the god in the late 80s i uh, I was like i have to talk but i can't (laughs) the vikes uh the vikes did this huge trade and like a like massive trade blockbuster to the cowboys gave them the farm uh to bring in herschel walker all-star running back so herschel walker gets to the vikings and and kind of uh kind of bust i wouldn't say like completely bust but he's not nearly what um he was in dallas and then all this, all the goodies we gave to Dallas built the uh, Cowboys of yes, the nineties. Okay, I do know that trade. And yeah, and it's like it's it's so uh, you know, if, if the Browns don't pan out, they may have just fucking built the Texans. I don't think that would if happen. The Texans I don't can think the Texans are the Texas team that could do that, like the Cowboys. I'll say this: Did you know Herschel Walker A is still built like a brick shit house? I love oh, Herschel Walker. You? Yeah, because I have a picture. My he's dad. A, he's a, Dumb piece Uh-oh. of shit. Um, potential Republican, like congressional nominee or, or candidate, and he says some really dumb right wing shit. Just so you know, like 
Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> wow. Herschel Walker, the player. <laughs> that guy um, should just retire. Well, fun. I literally looked it up to make fun. sure I was right. Yeah. He's All just right. Some dumb shit. <laughs> so talk to me. Talk to me uh, before you cut me off earlier. Baker gotcha. is. Uh, we thought he, we thought he, <laughs> we thought he'd go to the Colts. Um, that has not happened. Baker is in flux. Um, we thought he would go instead... to the Seahawks. We thought Matt Ryan. Did we, we say Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan to the would go to the Colts? Oh, well, yeah, we were we right. Were correct. Well, we we nailed that. We nailed that. And um, did we talk about Devontae Adams? No, but we can talk. Let's talk Baker first because I think that is a perfect little like transition. I feel like we've been talking about Baker forever. I'll just say this. There's been a lot of like talk about Baker. Baker obviously put his foot, he drew a line in the sand. Like he put his foot down and it seemingly has backfired on him big time, which has to hurt his pride a lot. I already said he was operating as if he was a player scorned, a player who had a shaken confidence. I don't think you put out a letter like that. If your confidence well, is fully There's something intact. going on. Well, what about when you walk out into the fucking presser and you're like, "Look, I'm hurt and I've been hurt all season." And Stefanski's like, "I mean, he said he could play." Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like there's there's drama going on. Like, it's not good. It reminds you of you know, like if your head coach and your quarterback aren't getting along, it's not right. Good. But are you defending? So Baker I understand for needing doing to cut those ties for going out and talking Def- about him defending- being hurt. I'm not. I'm not saying I defend either I'm, of them. I'm just saying that like there's obvious a rift going on that like predates the past three oh, weeks. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying I think Baker's overplaying his hand. Um, I totally think that there was the rift which has led to this. I'm. I guess I'm saying so. Like Baker got where he was being Moxie King, King of the Confidence. Um, he wants the spotlight. He wants the attention. He wants all the commercials. He wants to somersault into the end zone. A lot of commercials. And take a picture of his. Stephen A. said, "I think Stephen A. said he had more progressive commercials than than like first downs or something Do you like, like that." Me? Like it was so funny. I was like, "But this is a guy." Okay, so the the letter is one thing. Going out in a press conference and saying you're hurt is another one of those things to me. Like, is it true? Sure, it's, it is. My dad would be. My dad would be like, "What's is your problem?" <laughs> I think Stefanski yeah, is fully I, in the right there. If he said he could play, then he could play. I, Don't use that as an excuse. Don't. I'm with you, sure, but you know, like I don't know where I, I don't know where I sit on Stefanski. It's been like I, I, like I used to love the guy, and like now I'm just like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know. I understand the business side of it implicitly i understand that like you you know like you need to get over the hump and you need to go all in because it's when like i get all of it i just i don't i don't know what happens behind closed doors especially in an organization like that but you know people keep throwing around the freddie kitchens thing and so do we freddie kitchens was a fucking nightmare and obviously baker was like a big hand in bringing him in maybe that's like maybe that's he he was. was and maybe the whole thing is like maybe the whole thing is like um Oh, well, I didn't bring in this coach, and it's like you know, like when a college coach comes in and it's not his recruits, and there's a they treat him different. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Urban, dude. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. there was well, a it's lot. like, we and, and I think Urban Brian Kelly did that. Podcast. I I feel like I heard I feel like I heard Brian Kelly did that with Charlie Weiss recruits, like waved him off and was like, like early on and stuff. He's like, well, you're not my guys. Like these are Char- my guys. Charlie like, Weiss, real name, no gimmicks. Ob tries. Um. Yeah, you're right. Baker Mayfield, though, I guess to put a button on it, 
I just feel like all of the things that he was built on, he has thrown he's drug through the mud. His his in infallible confidence is now obviously shaken and the world can see it. His ability to rally teammates and be a leader in the locker room has been exposed when you see what's happened with Odell Beckham and multiple other players. So for him to do all of that, immediately have Deshaun Watson decide, okay, I will come to Cleveland. So they go from saying, we will not trade you, Baker, to yes, we will trade you. And then reports coming out that teams are asking the Browns to package a trade with Baker Mayfield so that they would take on his contract, a la... Package a pick, A la Jared Goff. No, not Jared Goff, sorry. A la Brock Osweiler. Like, that is such a fucking mean thing, and it's gotta fuck with this guy, because there's been points where Baker Mayfield was very, very solid, and there was times this year where he looked like a Brock Osweiler, where he was literally, he could not get a ball. He he couldn't slingshot a ball eight yards to a dude. And then he went and he's like, well, I'm playing mm-hmm. her. Then don't fucking play. And don't talk sure. about it. Sure. No, I but know. But I'm just saying, like, I'm with you I there. Think, I I'm truly not... think Baker might be done. I think he might be done. I don't think head. he's done. I don't think he's done. I think that um, I think what I can garner from what you're saying, though, is the best medicine to any of this would be to just take a second and shut up and play and just ball out and just only grind and just only eat. And like he knows how to he's he's too clever. He's too clever to not know the right thing to say. If he, so he can do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he can. I, I'm not I'm not counting him out yet. I I have a better feeling about Baker Mayfield than Deshaun Watson right now. That's that's and, understandable. And I how, I'm just I have a better I that I think I'd I would have rather back that horse. Let me just say so, if you want me to make you feel good after doing some pondering um obviously I think Christian. <laughs> Christian. Obviously I think the Seahawks are the logical fit, but if there were a team where Baker could recapture what made him the first overall pick, it would be Pittsburgh. Getting that confidence of getting to go against the Browns twice a year and having that revenge motivating you, I, I think that could I be I have big. maintained that's mm. the dankest fit, but it's just not going to happen because of it, it. You know, it's Mitchburg, like you said. I mean, like I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky like they right could have an now open competition. Than Mayfield, to be honest, same, same, and they're going to trade up. And I mean, draft like Malik I think Mitch is walking into a so. nice situation. So a nice Mitchellation. <gasps> Um, no, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, uh, I, I, Seahawks would, is still logical. I think Pete Carroll, um, and Baker would work very well together. Um, he needs to get healthy and, and just ball. What does it also say? Matt that, Ryan, dude. Yeah. Matt Ryan. What does it also say that Baker Mayfield wasn't included in that blockbuster trade? It means the Houston Texans. I'm sorry. I said, so what does it mean? That Baker wasn't included oh, yeah. in the trade because that seems so logical that they would swap for Baker. Well, they didn't even they, want him. That's what that means. And then the Browns, and then the Browns went and got a like the next day they they signed or re-signed. Oh fuck, I can't think of his fucking Jacoby name. Brissett, maybe. Uh, court, no quarter. It's not Brissett, is it? I thought they got a different one. It was like the oh, he's been around forever. I can't remember. Like, There's so many backup oh, guys. Did they trade Case Keenum? Damn though? it. And pick up a different guy. Whatever it was, an, it's another journeyman. But still, <clears throat> I can't remember. I know I can't think of it. It's like, a, oh my god, keep going. I'm gonna think of it. 
But I think we yeah, should move along. Sorry. We can talk about I just Baker think for it's like important to talk about a little bit. The entire Matt podcast. Ryan, I, hey, I think there's a lot to talk about because he's a first overall pick and he has implications across the league. But I'm, the I'm Matt Ryan him. situation worked out swimmingly. A lot of people, including us, thought that this could be a logical, perfect fit for the Colts, a Colts team that needs consistency from quarterback play, good senior veteran leadership, um, and preferably someone that doesn't whole hand palm a football like Phillip Rivers and spurt out 15 kids. Do you know off the top of your head uh, how many seasons Rivers was the quarterback in San Diego before? Got to be like 16 or so, right? I mean, that sounds right. I mean, but it was like, so that sounds right. But it staggered me to see the number 14, yeah, like yesterday or the day before with Matt Ryan, like uh, at his presser. It's like he was the Falcons starter for 14 years. Dude. I know. Like, that's a long fucking time. Oh, like, dude, don't. I, I, do you know how old I yeah. feel? I remember when Matty Ice was getting drafted. I, do too. I was just going to say, like, up. I remember when like, he was a rookie like, and he. He he would have all those two minute drills, and he years. beat the Bears. Fourteen and they called him Matty Ice on live television. Fourteen years he was the starter in Atlanta. That's not just like. That's not just something that like happens to every quarterback, man. Like that's fucking awesome, and like the Colts nailed this one. Like this is awesome. This I couldn't feel better about this. Take what I'm saying right now about this Matt Ryan pickup versus what I said about the Carson Wentz pickup this time last year. Like, it's night and day. Like, this is and, awesome. And this is exactly you what you and mean. I were right. Mo- mainly you about the Carson I mean, Wentz thing. I'll say this. I think I was exactly right 16 years with the Chargers because he was in the league 17 years. That sounds right. Good guess. And, and that felt right at the time. And, like, and that felt right because I was like, damn, that's a long time. But Jesus Christ, I didn't realize Matt Ryan he's, was also that like that He's tenured. so much older than like, a lot of people realize. You know, yeah. And I know you know this, but it's just like to start at quarterback for one team in the NFL for 14 seasons is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, the, some of the best of them don't do it. Hall of Famers haven't done that. Like, Kurt Warner didn't do that. Like, oh, Matt you know Ryan's I mean? like, better than Kurt Warner just... by a lot. He is. Crickets, I don't know about that. But I but I understand career. I mean, just career-wise. Like, on paper. I thought you meant hotter like, career-wise. I mean, Kurt Warner had a couple... I Dude, I love Kurt Warner. But, like... Yeah, let's not do this. I will not slander maybe Kurt Warner Maybe that was a podcast. bit... Maybe that was a touch of an overreach because there's, there's the hall of famer. show on well, Matt Ryan's going to go to the hall of fame. Is that right? I don't know, dude. I so love it's Matt so Ryan. weird I'm... because what is like, we could detour if you want. And if not, if he beat Tom Brady in the, if he beat Tom Brady, absolutely, in the Super Bowl, he goes. that's what I was thinking. But like, how is it going to work nowadays when there's so many guys that are like long tenured from our last generation of watching football, the old guard be a, gonna gonna be a lot of renovating that uh in right Canton, there's Ohio, so many of these dudes. is philip rivers in the hall of fame is matt ryan in the hall of fame these guys that are padding their stats yearly? rivers probably uh, rivers probably shouldn't be brad will come for i me. mean like should he be stat wise yes should he be like when you compare him to all of his peers from his generation of football maybe not you know what i mean like, i mean at this I think point ben like if you're gonna get in if famer, you're a quarterback who's if you're a quarterback who's going to get in without a ring, you got to be a baller. Like, like would Stafford have like, been a Hall of Famer if he wouldn't have won this year? I don't know. No. But he's no. putting up like four to, four to five thousand yard seasons every year, pretty much. 
Now, Stafford had Calvin Johnson. Matt Ryan had Julio Jones in his prime. Like, these guys had legitimate dudes. But I think Matt Ryan's going to— Matt Ryan has done—Matt Ryan's a baller. I like the guy. Uh, And while while it may be of a a somewhat bygone era, like, hey, man, I I, I feel like that's a perfect person to come in and take the reins in Indianapolis. That's exactly what you need there. Yeah! That's— Go T! Go T! Go T! Yeah, go! Thank goodness for y'all. Like the, Matt Ryan, that guy that I watched at that press conference with his super pale family, like that reminds me of like that reminds me of like you know I'd listen to him. I'd listen to Peyton Manning. I'd listen to Andrew Luck. I'd listen to Rivers. I'd listen to fucking Matt Ryan if I'm in that locker yeah. room because I believe in I him. Can, I can know? already so, picture cool. Matt Ryan doing Skechers commercials in 15 years. Just let me tell you, he already looks like an old dude. He strikes me as like a. Uh, I feel like he'll be great in a booth. He looks like a, he looks like he'd be in a booth, like a commentator. I could see that. I think correct. He's a great fit with that organization and what they have going. Um, as much shit as I and others have talked about Ballard and the Colts for how they handled the trades for Carson Wentz, we obviously saw the Washington Commanders pull some dumb shit and trade two third. Scott Two free. third round picks. Colts right? got out Scott Free they took on that the whole one. Contract yeah, they're like cool. They're like, we gotta get a quarterback right now, and now we've seen so many quarterback moves. They could have had Baker Mayfield pennies on the dollar for less money, which the, I would arguably take the Colts maybe over Carson Wentz with what I've seen from Carson. And now the Colts have a steady Eddie at quarterback, an amazing running game, and yeah. they're in that that I think that division is open. I think it's absolutely open for them to take. It, it is feasibly open. Feasibly open. I feel a lot. I feel a lot. Uh, a lot worse about the Jaguars winning the division this week than I do last week. Like because now Matt Ryan, I'm like, you know, that that's a better team. All set. Um, I'll stay. But I'm. That's an intriguing little division to keep an eye on. You have the Houston that. Do you have Houston that was just given fucking. So oh, the much Houston money giveth and they take yeah. it away. They're they're set up for yeah, years to come. Yeah. Now. Luckily, they're such a stupid organization that they'll mess up, but, like, unless something vast, <laughs> like, changes. It's hard to um, miss on three first-round picks in a row with your own. Two first-round picks in three years, it'd be kind of hard to miss on all of them. But if any team were to Cordell, do Cordell, Rhodes, Sharif Floyd. <laughs> I mean, the Browns did it a bunch, too. I would say Cordero was a miss, but Cordero, no, Cordero has done panned. good. We're both Cordero fans. I think Sharif yes. Floyd tore his knee. I love Cordero. And he was good for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm just telling you. Remember, like, we had a lot of first-round picks, too. And, like, it you is say hard. Xavier Rhodes was but... a – I don't know if I'd say he was necessarily a bust. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him a bust. It was just try. It, it, it was a joke, and you over you overanalyzed it. But that's okay. Let's just keep rolling. Let's just keep rolling. Man. Audience, Luke slept in a little bit, and he's been a bit of a praying mantis this morning, trying to rip. <laughs> I thought you were calling me a no. bitch. I was like <laughs> and trying oh, okay. to bite my head off. He's a bitch praying mantis. I'm not. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm torqued. What man? I'm torqued at all the free agents. What happened right after we ended our pod last week, Luke? Like immediately after. The same night. Is that Devontae, Devontae Adams? Blockbuster trade. It's so funny. So it's like Rodgers finally, like, he's like, like we know what's happening. We know where Rodgers is for the next few years. He finally does it. And then fucking, dude, Devontae Adams just bounces. Just fucking absconds. At the time, I thought, like, I thought um, Rodgers was going to be all over social media. But the reports came like, out dude, that he hysterical. knew it was going to come. It was going to happen. 
and I find it very funny. Fuck them. It makes the NFC North much more open. I'll say this. Have you seen the meme where it's uh, the Titanic and it's Rogers laying down? Yes. I'm sorry, Devontae. There's no room. And there's just piles of money. So, okay. You have Aaron Rodgers for $50 million a season. Let's see what he does without Devontae Adams. Let me just say that. Let me tell you, he can, Rodgers can do just fine without Devontae Adams. Like, it's just like, it's just funny because the whole thing, right, is like, I want weapons and we're going to have, like, we're going to have more of an open dialogue and have say. And then, like, his best weapon, the guy he said is, the guy he said last year is the best, he's the best player he's ever played with. Like, the guy, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've I heard know. like he'll he'll do fine because great quarterbacks do great things with whatever they're getting. Yeah, Randall Corncop. This is a guy who's won this is a guy who's won multiple MVPs. He just won it again last year. Like so I don't doubt him. It's just um be a lot easier with Devontae Adams, wouldn't it? It would. And I've heard that Devontae Adams was just like done. He's like, No, I wanna go to California, I wanna go to the Raiders and play with Carr, I wanna go back home, and I get that. And the Raiders gave up a first and second round pick for just this season, which before the um, soon to be mentioned wide receiver trade actually looked like a huge amount of compensation to give up for a guy. Uh, Especially if you consider that DeAndre Hopkins was given up for a second, but I think it works. Well, that was just stupid though. Like that was just correct. But a lot of people like to bring it up. My worry now is that the Packers are going to draft one of the two Ohio State wide receivers, and I'm going to be really upset about it with one of those picks. But you never know, dude. The last few years, the Packers have done some really head-scratching things in the first round. Trading up for a quarterback that's apparently bungus, um, not getting a wide receiver multiple times. In the second round, I believe, getting a running back when you already had two good running backs, getting a corner. like It's whatever – the whole talk, like you mentioned, was that Rodgers wanted these weapons and wanted to have more say, and now he just took a gigantic fucking bag. And not only do they not get to keep Adams, but another uh, special someone left their team and went to the Vikings. Bro, it's fucking delicious because uh, uh, Zadarius Smith, when it was first, like, when he was out on the market, I was like, that would be kind of nice. And then he supposedly signed with the Ravens, right? And, yeah, uh, he, he was one of the I fluffy saw that and I was like, Yeah, yeah. And I saw it and I was like, all right, all right. So all of a sudden we're back in the running. And I see, you know, that's me saying we're back in the running. I didn't think we actually were. Um, you know, anytime you see a big free agent, you want your team to ideally be in the running. Um, but finally one made sense. And Zadarius Smith uh, came in and visited the Vikings uh, and this is a guy who the Packers released. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, uh, it's not like, you know, it wasn't a trade. Like, this is a, this was a, this is a full on choice. And, um, so he backed out of his Ravens deal. It was like a four year, something like that. He visits, visits with the Vikings, and it seems like things are going good. Like, there's hints, uh, about how good the visit's gone. Um, Zadarius tweeted, meet at the quarterback. And, uh, it's oh I might get emotional. The um that's the saying of the purple people eaters. That was the motto of the the defensive line the Vikings had in the uh seventies when we went to four Super Bowls. Uh 
the this uh, that's Carl Eller, Alan Page, Jim Marshall, Gary Larson. Um, you know, the Vikings at their facility have a museum, like in the act. And I don't know if every team does that. I don't know if that's a thing, but the Vikings have it. And you know, you bring these free agents in, you bring Zedaria Smith in, and you show them that, like, hey. And this is what he was talking about in his presser when he when he when he was introduced as a Viking. It's like, it's like they're telling me these guys were all in the Pro Bowl at the same time, the whole defensive line the same in the same year. And he's like, what? And it's like, yeah, like that was the whole thing. Like that's that's Minnesota Vikings football. They used to say meet at the quarterback. That was the motto. Like we're gonna fucking like we're gonna wreak fucking havoc. And that's an identity the Vikings have been missing for a, a minute since since Jared mm-hmm. Allen since that like since that like you know it's been a decade at least Robinson um, and so, sorry lesser so yeah love well love he was great Ray Edwards was great the both Williams were great um yeah I mean and it, it's it would be the per it's it, it's seemingly the perfect medicine to like help out because if our offense can put up points like they obviously can and do all these weapons we need some people to 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 help out on the other side of the ball this coupled with daniel hunter uh being restructured and and staying with the vikings is huge if these guys are both healthy he- he- healthy my god i'll tell you what they're going to be laying on choice. top of just splashy on the turf about four times a game twice a year so well and it's it's splashy dude it's like it's like if you're if if zadaria smith comes in and look God bless Rick Spielman and you know Mike Zimmer. Thank you for everything. But if Zadarius Smith comes in and meets with Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer, I don't know if if that deal happens. He comes in and meets with this new regime, and it's this young, fresh faced Quessy, this young, fresh faced Kevin. You know what I mean? Like we're ready to we're ready to do this shit, and and we think we can do this now. I mean, there's other factors that go into it. Zadarius has coaches from other teams in his past that are on the Vikings That's now that huge were a huge in factor in him, like him. At him joining and stuff which is excellent but i mean like i think that there's a vibe to this new regime and i think that it's such it's such a spirit that i'm like so on board with the fact that like they're so interested in in using the history of the team and like and like using like that to rebuild the like future like this isn't I, look, yeah, you can be cynical and this, like talk about how the NFL is a business and all these teams are just like you know businesses. But nah, man, like you know these guys are there to play and to coach and to like give everything like they got. Like so, some people are very romantic about this stuff still, just like me and you are as fans. And it, it it means a lot to me to have those fucking people in charge of my team. People that are romantic about it. People that like want the 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 team to be like the purple people eaters of old to 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 run the north to fucking meet at the quarterback it's beautiful i like that that's well said and like you know john randall's always there now like they'll have like john randall at the facility meeting new acquisitions and stuff like we made a couple quieter moves uh so far acquisitions that are going to help on the d-line and like here and there and stuff but none bigger than the zadarius and daniel hunter moves and if we grab, I, th- I feel like if we bring Patrick Peterson back for a year, draft he's just sitting there. And, like, he figure, said he wants figure, to come back. I mean, you know, figure that out. Um, uh, bolster that secondary a little, and dude, like, I'm I'm telling you that this team 
can can rock right fucking now and i'm it's a good feeling and i'm ready to fucking see some pass rush again because as as much as like i love jefferson and i've been uh having to latch on to our offensive weapons over the past few years you know you know how much oh my I god we're defense a, we're dude a, we're some war daddies we, yeah. you know i love i love a good I, defense and now a quick break now a quick break for a word from our sponsors Okay, pause it. I have to piss. Just kidding, listeners. We don't have sponsors. We are open to sponsors. If you are one, please call us and we will read your script. Okay. <laughs> That's so how it works. You have about- to call us. <laughs> call us. I don't call know us. how it works. Luke's the one in advertising. Luke's the one that's making money moves in LA. Maybe he should get us a sponsor. Fucking Manscaped. Busy, man. Use code... NFL MAO and you can get 30% off a fucking pube trimmer. How do you we like that? Enough, Would you like to get that? We don't get, get enough that? clicks for Manscaped because it's you don't made out of ceramic. Us. It won't cut your sack. You only care about yourself. You fucking only Me? care about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, you. Aiden, the co-lead <laughs> on this podcast who's talking about NFL news only cares about himself. Aiden, who is ready at the ripe time of 9 a.m. Bring, take us through the take us through the news. Devontae Adams, we waxed over a little bit. We both want to say we're so happy to see you gone, Devontae. You're a very good football player. Next, Crazy division, dude. Uh, yeah, another really, really big blockbuster trade for a wide receiver happened yesterday, and it happened really fast. Like, yeah, there was, was news like, in the morning. The rumor and then, and then the trade. like Rumor trade back-to-back early in the morning. Tyreek Hill gets traded from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. The Dolphins also picked up Teron Armstead the other day, the best offensive tackle free agent. They receive, uh, the Chiefs, that is, they receive a first, second, and fourth in 2022 and a fourth and a sixth in 2023. So it's essentially the same as Devontae Adams' deal, except you're tagging on an extra two fourths and a sixth. So Mm. not only that, but like, both Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill subsequently signed contracts, making them the highest paid wide receiver at the time of the trade. So both of them are getting paid bank. The Dolphins gave up a bunch to get the most unique and most electric offensive weapon in the entire NFL. Dude, it's, it's a, a regime <laughs> switch like so fast in Miami. And that's the other thing too. It's like, um, it's so intriguing to see what these uh new head coaches are bringing to the table like like they've only been in the building for like a couple like months at most it feels like and it's already happening like that's huge that stoner head coach is loading up to win (laughs) he does seem like a stoner which i'm and i'll say like you already have jalen waddle who is one of the more sudden and electric weapons to come out of the draft the last few years I am very critical of Tua's ability to push the football down the field. I like Tua. So I don't think Tua has the arm talent to fully maximize Tyree Kill's Tyreek's going to outrun his arm? Um, I think yes, and then the defensive back is going to catch up like to the ball is what's going to happen. But the two teams in contention for the Tyree Kill trade – were the Jets and the Dolphins. And I think of those two young quarterbacks, by far, Zach Wilson is the one that could have benefited from Tyreek Hill's unique skill set. Zach Wilson after, probably would have balled with Tyreek. That's a good point. And I don't even like Zach Wilson, but he's got a cannon. 
However, after thinking about it a bit, if Tyreek can maintain his health and vigor going into his late 20s, early 30s on this contract, and if this stoner new head coach can really have some creative ideas, I think if you have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill right now, you potentially have a tandem of wide receivers that you could have intricate um, end around incorporating running plays with them, screen passing games where you can utilize Tua getting the ball out of his hands and into the hands of the playmakers quickly that can do a bunch after the catch. And I think that could potentially really help Tua right now because I don't think Tua is the kind of guy that's going to sit in a drop back in the pocket and pump that ball down the field and even more so have a play happen off script where he rolls out and throws it to Tyreek like Pat did. But I do think you could have a hurry up offense where two is taking a quick snap and dumping it to Tyreek. Who's fucking getting 30 yards. Yeah. Off clip. Well, uh, that's what I think you might have to do is like figure out ways to get comfy doing dump offs and like short ones to Tyreek and then having him put on the burners. And then eventually you if you put in those plays where he does break, I mean Tua can put a ball thirty yards down the field, like like he can. He's a he's a he can. So I think right. as, as long as like right. as long as they scheme it up the right way, I think it could be okay. Like I think it's it's and then and then you know like you then you're like well we we gave Tua one of the best receivers in football. So if he can't do exactly. it exactly, so that's a good move too. If he can't do it with these two. Uh, weapons specifically more so with Tyreek Hill than he can't do it. That's and what you're saying, right. So... I was just saying I don't think two is the kind of guy like what the biggest Tyreek Hill plays were made off script where he got sure. open after the route. And two is not the guy that's gonna evade pressure, roll out left or right for three to four seconds and then throw it thirty yards downfield off platform. No. No. So that's what I'm worried about. But he certainly could nickel and dime and then hit a guy deep. And I think that is the recipe, like you're saying. That's the recipe to unlock his potential and to take advantage of this blockbuster trade you just made. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's scary if they can figure out a way to draw that up. Like, super scary. So I love it. Um, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for the Dolphins, even though, like, it's also... Another questionable moral choice. Well, there's that with Tyreek, but there's also, like... It's just weird. The Dolphins have this weird cloud because of the Flores stuff too, right? Like, like yeah, you're right. It, it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of weird like rain cloud off the off the field stuff that like is marring the uh, the some of the fun just a little bit. Like in my opinion, because I don't know how to feel about that. I I'm happy. You. I'm happy Flores has a gig. Like so, I feel good about that. But that's a good head coach. I mean, man. we're about thirty breaking news stories away from the Flores situation so it's easy to forget but yeah that happened, that happened. Like that's ago. real it's happening like happened it's like it's, a month it's, ago it's, it's real um so I, I, he, I wonder what more we find out about that you're right and I mean now now he's on the Steelers so I don't know I feel like it may have been more of a talking point if he wasn't employed by the league but now that he's like employed with the team it's obviously still litigation in a storyline but I feel like it's being a little bit more quiet now it's quiet right now but it it won't always be like there's there he he didn't just make that up like so like no i don't think he did it'd be pretty weird too so i'm I'm like i'm i I don't know i just i don't want to i don't want us to forget about that um that's all 
let me ask you a question going back to Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. They're obviously both top of the position in the league. They're obviously both considered worth at least a first and a second pick in a draft. Who do you think is the guy out of those two that you'd rather have? And who do you think is the better player? Because I think, in my opinion, I have seen a lot of Devontae Adams-type receivers. Solid, big, red zone threats, great route running, good speed and athleticism, um, catch everything. Number yeah. one guy. I've never seen a Tyreek Hill in my life. It's No, nobody has. He's the cheetah. I mean, so, like, it's, so it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think... Who I think who's better and who would I rather have are almost like different questions. Almost just because like, uh, it's hard to, when you're comparing them. It's like well they both played with elite receiver or elite quarterbacks, quarterbacks. I should say. Like so, we'll have to see what happens there. I mean they're going to Derek Carr and Tua. Like mm-hmm. that's that's pretty even. Key. Like that's a pretty from elite to like average tier, wouldn't you say? So more so, I, I think cars more so good, too, but, but more so too, but I'm just down. saying in terms of like, yeah, like just in general, it's somewhat of a step down. So that like, you know, we'll have to see. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like that'll, that'll, that'll tell a lot. Like is Devonte Adams a Rogers creation or is Devonte Adams like a full on number one? That's a great, that's a great call. I think, I think what you're saying is astute. If I had like a gun to my head and they're like, pick one of these guys, it's like, Holy shit, Tyreek, man! Just because like the Vikings got got close with like Percy Harvin, and he wasn't Tyreek. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine what you could do with that. We've seen what you can do. And with Percy that. Harvin, and... people still talk about like him being a unique position in college football. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like he was, he, a game he was his own position. He yeah. just did everything. Yeah, and he was amazing in Minnesota. Like, so. Uh, and Seattle too, for that matter. I mean, he has he has a return touchdown in the Super Bowl, if I recall. Um, like yep. Harvin does, like that's pretty yep. fucking dope. Um, so yeah, man, I, I would be really intrigued with that because you can put you can put more normal receivers around a weapon like Tyreek Hill, and that's great. But like you said, I mean, I th- I just think I don't think Devonte Adams is a creation of Aaron Rodgers as much as like other wide receivers were. And are I've seen him win off the line so many times with his releases and route running. He's a freak. However, I've never seen a wide receiver take a dump off pass against a prevent defense going into halftime and then beat all of the back end like six players on the defense with just speed and quickness to the end zone, which is what Tyreek Hill did in like his second year, I think, against the Cowboys. The it was speed, one of the I've the never breakaway seen a speed. player able to do that. The breakaway speed is like the only thing I, I can even like compare it to that I've seen is like Peterson, and he's so much faster than Peterson. You know what I By mean? By a lot. By so much. You know what I mean? And not only that, he's faster. He is that fast within two steps and he right. can stop on a dime. That's what I'm saying. Like when Peterson would break it when he was young and like go up and, and nobody would even get close to him and he would just keep charging up like that breakaway speed fast forwarded on a VHS. Like, and then that's Tyreek. Like it's, it's fucking yeah. crazy. And usually Hester when the a little bit is... too. Hester and Peterson 
mix like Hester mix did their, have some breakaway. Hester and Peterson mix their speed and and uh, and stuff together, and that's Tyreek's speed times ten. <laughs> and also, you'd think like when you have these little quote unquote gadget, which I do not think Tyreek Hill is a gadget player, but you compare him to like a Tavon Austin or all these other like Tavon like a Austin. I don't know. I mean, that's like I'm trying to think of very fast, very electric coming out of college, young, like small. Okay, okay, I'll give you guys. that then. Okay, like there's not that like John Ross maybe uh, from Washington. I don't know. Like the thing is, what's the knock? The knock on those guys? They can't play through physicality. They can't make the contested catch. They do. Tyree Kill does consistently. Mm. He jumps up with a sack right at eye level for the defensive guy and just snatches it out of the air with no regard to his body. He can, he avoids contact so because he's uncanny. He's got a spidey sense. He can start and stop like nobody in the league. You have to take that guy over Devonte, in my opinion, unless you want to do specific things on offense because he's a unicorn. Yeah, I'm with you. And, but like, look, the fact of the matter is, man, you're winning either way. The Raiders won and the Dolphins won. So like, like winning, like Carr will ball out with Adams. The Raiders are like, also like, despite all their weird rain clouds from last year, because there's a fucking lot of them. Like, they still made the playoffs and they're still improving on paper. So, um, I know the people of Vegas will be happy about that. If you want a little uh, foreshadowing for the T and Aiden draft spectacular, yeah, I up. totally foresee the Chiefs drafting Jamison Williams now from Alabama. I see it. I foresee it. I love it. They're going to get that deep it. threat. So that's coming up soon. When's the draft? I know I've asked before. It's the end of April, so we'll probably do that the okay. week or two prior to that. What? Uh, there's obviously more that's about to happen. I assume later on today there will be another breaking news, and Always. we will Miss talk it. about it next week. Yeah. Is there anything else you have that you can think of? I'm trying to think. No, I mean, like, I feel... I, I, I mean, know. I'll say quickly that Mariota, Marcus Mariota, was the oh, replacement yeah. for Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Yeah. And they everybody's Everybody's getting a gig except for fucking baker dude garoppolo and baker are like yeah. they're playing musical chairs with one chair left just going in circles yeah, we don't want them dude i mean Jameis is back with the saints like, yeah so there was a report the Browns said they wanted a quote-unquote adult at quarterback uh yeah. when, when referencing baker and then yeah. they went and signed the guy who's had 22 civil suits well, for sexual misconduct so, so that's it uh justin herbert is probably the third quarterback in that division until he does it a little bit more because he's so young. And if you don't like that, fuck off. So for <laughs> NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. Dude, you're like you're always calling out Brad on the show. You gotta He you had gotta... strong takes. I invited him. I invited him on. He said he'd do it. Well, well you know, make it happen. We're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah, here I am. Alright. Talk to you later, man. Yeah. When I took the ad break i was actually just peeing i drank too much coffee nfl and